Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here today to talk to you about some of the miracle stories that are happening right here in our own city, in our own state, every day. My name is Tony Kosha, and the title of our show is Tony's 50,000 Coincidence Miracles. Please note, uh, this show is not about religion, and we're not trying to change anyone's religion, and we're not trying to get you to join any religion. Uh, it's just about miracle stories. I don't know of any religion on the planet that doesn't talk about miracles. Uh, that's why religions begin, because they have something that's telling them there's really a God. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to just talk about miracles and leave the decisions about all that up to you. So we don't care what religion you are. Uh, we just want to talk about miracles. Uh, if you are an atheist, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy the program as well, although I can't guarantee you'll remain an atheist very long after you hear uh, many, many convincing stories, uh, coincidence kinds of stories about miracles. Uh, you can email me your own stories if you wish. Um, we'll try to use all we can on the show. I can't guarantee we will, depending on volume and time. But you're welcome to send your stories on to us, and we will mention them when we can. Or you can send them to the following email address. Um, uh, but please notice that if we do use your story, we won't mention your name. We'll keep you anonymous. And we suggest that in your story, when you send it to us, don't use your correct name. That way anyone listening will not be able to figure out that it was you that sent the story in. Uh, the email address you can send your stories to uh, is very easy to remember. It consists of two words and three numbers. The first word is Tony, spelled T-O-N-Y. And the second word is and, spelled A-N-D. And the numbers are 777. So once again, the name is Tony and 777 at AOL.com. Well, let us begin. Our first coincidence miracle today is a pretty amazing story. Uh, it's from a listener who tells us that they had plans. They, they prayed uh, for inspirations and wisdom and had a plan for the day already. But somewhere in the process of doing their things, they got an inspiration and an idea to sit down and say another prayer to see if there were other things they should do bef before starting the balance of their chore list. And they were inspired to uh, go shopping suddenly on a day they don't normally go shopping, but they were inspired to go shopping and to a different store than they usually go to. Uh, but they felt pretty clear that's what the inspiration was, and to check prices at this other store. Well, they went and found out that by going to this other store on this particular day, which was not their original plan, uh, there were several meats on sale that day and they were able actually to uh, purchase a, the amount of meats that they were going to use for the month and freeze it. And in the process of buying the extra meats uh, at the special discount prices, you know, buy one, you get one free, or buy one, you get two free, that kind of thing. By taking advantage of that on that day at this particular new store that they don't usually go to, they saved 52% of what they would have normally paid on meats for the month. So their their meat budget for the month was a savings of 52%. I can imagine if you keep asking God what to do all day long and these things keep happening to you throughout the year, 
Uh, you wind up certainly in this case saving 52%, but uh, all other kinds of things too. And I know we've been sharing stories like this for the last three years, uh, but I know all the listeners are not listening to every show, so I'm just bringing up again. When you get nudged and prompted by God to talk to him about something, do it, because in this particular case it was a wonderful thing that happened. And we all know that from many of our prior shows, uh, we keep stressing the reason why the world has the problems it has is precisely because all the people on the planet are not asking God what to do every day. I think it's pretty obvious that if the 7 billion people, that's what the letter B, 7 billion people on the planet Earth would all be asking God what to do every day, and trying to do what he inspires puts thoughts into our minds all day long, sometimes even breaks into our thought process, and we get little nudges in our mind, maybe I should check this, maybe I should check that, maybe I should call Harry. You know, we get these nudges and promptings, and we should talk to God about them. When we get these nudges and promptings, like this person did, they were prompted to go shopping on a day they don't normally go, and they sit down, they talk to God about it, they feel clear that God is saying, yes, go to that place, and they wind up saving 52% of their meat budget for the month. So if 7 billion people on the planet would be asking God what to do, what a wonderful world we would have. Our next story is something that happened to me. Uh, I was inspired to go to the movie and watch the uh, movie titled The Jesus Revolution. I think this was back in March. It was released in March of 2023. I was really impacted. There were, I think, five times in the movie I got choked up and uh, had some tears of joy just to watch the wonderful miracles. It's a true story. Um, the ministers that were involved uh, were Greg Laurie and Chuck Smith, famous uh, Protestant ministers, and they've done a YouTube presentation uh, where they discuss the reality and the truth of the movie. But uh, I was fortunate to be able to, first I got inspired to see it, so I, I followed my inspiration from Jesus, and I was very blessed. Uh, it covered a little bit about the Woodstock hippies uh, in the 19, I think it was 1969, um, and uh, 500,000 people gathered at Woodstock uh, 1969, young people, hippies, primarily hippies, um, and started this whole hippie generation in 1969. And in the early 1970s, there was a group in Southern California, very true story, uh, where they got involved with, with some churches. The churches welcomed the hippies into the churches, in which that brought in more and more hippies, and the church became very dynamic. Uh, there were tremendous miracles, uh, a lot of evidence of true stories and true miracles. Uh, there's even one, one case in the movie where uh, the people got together and gave a car to someone who needed a car pretty badly. Uh, it wasn't in the best shape, and after they gave it to the person, the first moment the person tried to drive it, it wouldn't start. So the whole community comes out, and they lay their hands on this car, and they pray, and the car... Uh, started up fine and ran fine. So uh, miracles like that and, and, and certainly some other miracles where people reached out and helped other people, listened to their problems, uh, made contributions to help them get on their feet. Uh, these people were living together like 24 hours a day in uh, an abandoned house that they 
were able to secure a place to live and get some shelter. They were living in an abandoned house. Uh, I think there were a couple of houses involved in a uh, area of Southern California where there was redevelopment going on. And it's just a great movie, a lot of love between a lot of people, true love, uh, helpfulness, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, sharing Christianity, etc. I really enjoyed the movie very much. The movie was really very special because there were several confirmed actual miracles that were depicted in the movie. So you're watching something that's not fictitious, but really true. Uh, one of the famous actors was Jonathan Rumi, spelled R-O-U-M-I-E, Jonathan Rumi. He's famous for uh, playing Christian roles and playing the parts of Jesus uh, in the series like The Chosen, the special series like The Chosen that was popular uh, in the 19, I'm sorry, in 2020 and uh, 2023, etc., Uh, And also a famous actress, Kimberly Williams Paisley, the wife of the singer Paisley. Uh, She's very famous in the Hallmark series of movies, and she was the actress, one of the one of the actresses in this movie. So I highly recommend it. It it shows some true stories, and I'm sure you'll shed a couple of tears of joy when you see the love between lots of Christians uh, caring for each other and taking care of each other. Again, the title of the movie is The Jesus Revolution. Our next story is from someone who went shopping. And when they finished shopping and they went out to their car and they you know, loaded their car up and getting ready to leave. And they saw something amazing happening in a, a couple of rows in front of their car. So while they were sitting in their car, what they saw was a, a homeless migrant. They found out later they were a homeless migrant. Uh, was fishing through the trash bins uh, in the aisles where the trash bins are in this parking lot uh, and apparently taking whatever was of any value at all um, i hate i hate to even think about what he might be might maybe was taking out of there even some remnants of food i would imagine but uh, all we know is that he was loading up a, a bag that he was carrying by fishing through the garbage bins Uh, And this person noticed that there was a car next to the garbage bin with a number 777 on it. So they were stunned by this because the three sevens indicates the presence and the power and the uh, permission of God. Uh, And they're watching this person. It was a sad event. And while they were watching it, uh, a man got out of his car, walked over to the man digging in the trash bin, and handed him something. Uh, And when that happened, the migrant person uh, looked ecstatic and and extremely joyful. He stopped what he was doing, threw his bag down, and embraced and hugged this man who had handed him something. So at this point, our viewer went over to see what was going on and was able to tell us some more of the facts. And what 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 we learned from that is uh, the migrant person, person had a family and they were uh, having trouble finding a place to live etc and getting work this was during the time in 2023 where we were still having ukrainian people uh, immigrating to the united states and trying to get by during the war with russia um, so it was a tough time and uh, our listener our, our observer tells us that the man had handed the migrant a ten dollar bill 
and and the man and the migrant burst into tears because he just couldn't imagine somebody doing that for him. Ten dollars was like a million dollars to him, and he spoke broken English, so they were able to figure out from what he was saying that uh, the ten dollars was not what really touched him and caused him to burst into tears and gave him such joy. It wasn't the ten dollars; it was the fact that a human being had cared enough to give him anything. He said the ten dollars is like worth ten million dollars to me because of the love and the expression of somebody caring. And so it was a delightful experience, and I'm glad we're able to share with you. Um, and this is a coincidence, Merrick, when the person is shopping that day, comes out, notices a license plate with three sevens, and is watching something like a play or a movie going on in front of them, and that's why we got the story. So the coincidence for us is that this other person was used by God to see it and then tell us about it. And it's a wonderful story of somebody you know, getting out of their car and giving somebody $10 because they're obviously struggling. And apparently they saw this man going through other garbage bins uh, before this garbage bin. So several people must have seen him. Um, and it's a question of love, you know, and the Bible's filled with that. And we always talk about, you know, you do a tiny thing sometimes for someone, giving them a $1. You never know, $1 could be worth a million dollars to somebody. So I'm glad we're able to share this story today. Our next story is from someone who tells us they were listening to a Protestant minister on television explaining how God tries to be our friend and wants to be our friend, and we always talk about that. Uh, but beside that, that God is like a parent. It's, you know, when parents are raising us, they give us guidelines and rules to follow, but they're not edicts. They're not com commandments where you wind up going to jail. A parent gives you guidelines and doesn't pester you all day long following up. Uh, they trust that you're going to listen, obey, and benefit. So that's what God does. He He's not on our case uh, cracking a whip. Uh, he's giving us guidelines, and as a good parent, he's hoping that we'll talk to him whenever we're having trouble so he can give us some more advice. God bless you all. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>